going on, family? It's your favorite, favorite therapist, the Healer for Healers. Hood Baba Fu coming on. Wanted to thank you all for all of the love and support, and um, especially in my seasons of, of, of ghosting. <laughs> um, all of you who have listened to every episode or listened to whatever episode, tuned in or shared, I just want to take the time to personally thank you. Um, this, I don't take it lightly and I see this as a safe space, a community of people who are vibrating on the same frequency I'm vibrating on and I don't take that lightly. So what you're about to hear, um, I attempted to go on IG live and record at the same time, but spirit has a way of getting me back to the basics. So you won't see me visually on this one, but you will get a good um, picture painted of, you know, why certain conversations we have, um, we don't have full context for and oftentimes our emotions are displaced because we're not grounded and we don't have all the information. And um, oftentimes the valley and the low places have the information and have the lessons we need. And we're focused on the mountaintop or as I mentioned in this episode, the crooked room. So enjoy. I hope it, it does something for you. Um, I'll be back more often, man. I love y'all. If nobody told you today, I love you. Take care of yourself. Peace. Yep. Oh, all right. Back to the basics. Back to the basics. Back to, to what I'm used to. Um, yeah, we're going to, again, like I said, keep it short and sweet. Like I said, we're in the midst of a global pandemic. And um, for those of you who kind of follow me and rock with me, my personal journey, I haven't come on here as often. However, I have um, taken a move back to. Huntsville, Alabama, um, for the 15,000th time, um, <laughs> but I moved back here to Huntsville to be closer to my daughter. Those of you that know, I have a, I have a little girl, um, seven, going on 17 year old. And as an active parent, um, there are lessons and there are, um, personality there's personalities and, and there's character development that has had to occur in this period. And I say six years, it's been since my father's death around that time in 2016, um, been about six years now that my path was rerouted. And I think rerouted back to my purpose and back to who I am and why I came to this world. And, um, I wanted to come on here and I and I I'm gonna amply I'm gonna title this this uh episode McDonald's and Mapco. Cause I wanna paint a quick little picture real quick and kind of play off of like the little viral post that was going around about the father that, you know, brought of course we find out the shit was fake because you know niggas do everything for to go viral. But <clears throat> the daddy that brought McDonald's just for his kids and his other kids in the house. How everybody was in an uproar, like, well, I bring shit. A real nigga bring all the kids food, and well, he don't owe them. He don't owe them other kids. You know, she don't got food. He's supposed to feed this child. And um, again, of course, we, we this this crooked room will have us put in situations where our emotions, things that, of course. We don't know these individuals. We don't know the situation at all. We lack all the context. However, comma, um, we are we have been conditioned 
to being put in these um, situations or given these societal, you know, issues with no context. It really pushed to create real divides or lines or choose left or right, blue or red, right or wrong, you know. And 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 we lack the context, we lack the full picture, we lack all the information around the decisions that we're making. Um, around how we're judging, around how we're um, vetting, how we're qualifying the people that we choose to lead us, right? So, you know, McDonald's and MAPCO, <laughs> I say MAPCO, I'm very ritualistic. And in my travels, you know, for those of y'all that hit the road often, you know, I'm, I'm traveling often between Atlanta and Huntsville, Alabama, you know, going from urban to rural. And traveling with a, a young child, specifically traveling as a, a as a adult black man in the deep south with a young girl child. Um, you have to create and have to identify safe spaces or places where you can parent and do what you need to do with your child. So the one place I know we, when we're on the road, we stop at. And one the one place I know we can go and use a safe bathroom, a clean bathroom, um, is McDonald's. So on every route that I have, I'm always aware of where the McDonald's are that we usually stop at in order for her to do what she needs to do, use the bathroom for us to have a little break and stop. And you know, I ain't, look, we'll, we'll, we'll grab us a little snack <laughs> from Mickey D's, you know what I'm saying? I ain't against, I ain't a bucket, right? We know it is what it is, right? Um, Mapco, cause that's a place that I know, you know, if you're, you ever understand how gas work, like you can, let's say I got $2, so I got $3 on my card. I go to Mapco and I swipe to get some gas. Well, what I know is it's going to be a little dollar hole on there for at least a couple days before they actually take out what they're going to take out. So, understandably, I'm going to make sure that I do what I need to do with Mapco. I'm going to stop at Mapco so I can make sure I get some gas and I can charge my card and run it up regardless if I got the money in there because I know it'll come back at some point. But Mapco also has a clean bathroom and has become a safe space for us to stop at along the road in different places. Um, Sharing and coming coming on today was really about me honoring the fact that in this season, I've shown up for my child and we don't realize and we don't understand often what the McDonald's and I know we think it's trivial it's little shit but we don't really understand how the gas station runs and the food runs how oftentimes for some of us at different periods of our lives. So we're talking about a 
a father who's not present with his child, so he's not the primary caretaker. Um, so coming from someone like myself, who is not the primary caretaker and also has had and currently makes um, day-to-day decisions regarding my business, regarding my moves, as a, um, but all of that grounded in am I able to show up for what my child needs from me today at the best of my ability in this moment? I want to ground this episode in the radical truth and the radical fact that seasons and moments in the valleys of your life are, are that they're valleys. If you're somebody who's experienced extreme highs, at some point, the extreme lows are going to come. What happens when you're in the valley? What happens when you're at that low place? Are you looking up so much? Are you looking up so much to the top of the mountain that you can't sit with the lessons that that valley has to offer you? Because when I express, when I talk about, you know, McDonald's, when I talk about Mapco, For me, it just speaks to the years that I've been on the road, up and down the road, up and down the highway, fighting to be an active, present um, force, positive force and space for my child. Despite the fact that as an entrepreneur who has grounded his work in radical liberation and radical honesty, radical truth telling, the protection of women and children and the marginalized um, working in leadership and government spaces that there are sacrifices that if I don't archive and if I don't document and if I don't make or I don't sit with and find a lesson from and draw out the reason why I was rerouted the reason why my heart urged me to go back home for a year and help my mother take care of my aunt and my my cousin who are both, you know, clinically disabled for different reasons, one physically, the other mentally. Why at this point, bringing my child a McDonald's meal in a day at a certain point in time could make or break me. I'm gonna tell y'all a story. It's been Father's Day since we last spoke. And this summer I've been consistently in Huntsville. So I've seen my child almost every day and that feels really good. <clears throat> but whoever listens to this podcast, like y'all know I kick my shit and I do what I do. So this It's never a pity party. What it is, is radical honesty and radical truth telling. So as an entrepreneur who has personal and professional debt, um, as an entrepreneur who actively works and does side jobs and hustles, who also at certain points has a full client roster, as somebody who's a mental health professional and also an abolitionist, the factors 
and the things that go into you being in a space where on any given day you could have you could have clients pay invoices to where it's a thousand, fifteen, it's thousands of dollars in your account. You can get contracts where now you got three months worth of bills. Then you can have a period where it's six months where at one point you're making twenty five hundred to three thousand dollars a month doing what you do. And now you're seeing maybe a thousand. The last month you saw eight hundred dollars. You do what you gotta do, you hustle, you figure out, right? At the same time, what's most important is showing up for your child. Bills don't stop. You still got a car note, you still got insurance, you still got business bills, you still gotta help out at the house. You still have child support that you were put on last year that now has incurred a balance, right? A pretty large balance because it's either you do that or you fill up your gas tank that takes 93. You get on the road, so you put almost $100 in your gas tank every time. You go out of town and you come back. And so it's either that and feed your child and care for her and give her what she needs day to day or be patient enough to save up in the course of a, a week because you may not see $300 from therapy in a week. So you had to work at restaurants. You had to to, to do what you got to do. Because of course, work ain't the issue. It's the fact that like you know your work is your work. And although you apply for hella jobs, you know, people say everybody's hiring, however common, with a past performance like I got, <laughs> with the internet history like I got, you know. Eh. Sometimes you find hard fits, hard matches. I'm really out you, all right? So what's the lesson? When you sacrifice to do the right thing spiritually versus spending your energy looking up to capitalism, looking up to the comforts of the cricket room, looking up to the things they say you're supposed to pay attention to. You have debt of food, you got bills, you got financial issues, go find you some money. The cricket room would have me do that and not be with my child because the cricket room would say that like, you can't do both. You can't help take care of children and make money, not real money. That's not what you do. <laughs> all right. We all know this shit is fake. It's hard when you're in spaces where you're the only person that's not trying to act as if this shit is not all coming. It's not all crumbling down. It's not all crashing down. It's not all fake. <laughs> <coughs> it's hard to remember that your purpose is to help lead and guide folks up out of here. So when I see motherfuckers arguing about McDonald's, and I think about two weeks ago when I'm in the line at cookout, and I got my last $15 on me, and Apple's unforgiving ass comes in and swipes up my last $15 that I'm sitting here in this line, literally after already having ordered at the window, literally at the window, Apple takes it out, and I'm here, this food is to feed my child. I have no money 
my daughter gives me ten dollars. I help bad. I hit on it. And the shit tore me the fuck up. Because I would do anything down to my last five to ten, fifteen dollars to ensure that my daughter has what she needs. And if I was given the opportunity to feed her household, not only would I buy McDonald's for the kids, I would feed, I would cook for the children. I cook my own food, because I, I cook for my own child, right? But because this crooked room and the dynamics that we've been forced to have to play out, I don't know her step-sibling. I've never been formally introduced to her, 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 her siblings. So when she comes in the house and she has food, know that it was probably my last $2. It's been in the past six months. <laughs> it's been in the past year, for real. Eight months at least. Yeah, it's day to day, invoice to invoice. I have it though, I'm gonna be with my child. Today is my daughter's sister's birthday. Three years ago, I was hit with some shit. Hit with the fact that my daughter wasn't the only child anymore. Three years later, I'm calling. And I'm wishing her a happy birthday. And I'm and I'm literally like, hey baby, happy birthday. Right. But those of y'all that actually listen to this podcast, you understand <laughs> how much growth has incurred over these seasons, these four years that I started doing this. I'm going to get back right. This right here was for me to just to stop bullshitting and come on here because my community is real and y'all fuck with me. Regardless if I'm up or if I'm down and I need to know that this shit is for me. This ain't for nobody else. This isn't for sponsorship. This isn't for, you know, respectability, posturing. This is for community. I need somebody who cares enough to see the process and see the whole process and not just the shit that feel good to actually hear what I'm saying and know that the valleys have lessons for you that the the mountaintops can't give you. The valley got lessons for you that the mountaintops can't give you. I would have been too trusting. I would have been too loving. I would have been too kind to people who didn't deserve my friendship. I would have given all my jewels and my gold to folks that would have ran off and acted as if they were doing me a favor. Understand. The valleys, they don't always feel good. But if you can archive, if you can document, if you can sit with the good pain, if you can understand why the process forces you to go, why the path takes you through the valley, so that you have enough wisdom to get to the mountaintop and not just get there but stay there and understand that when it's time to go back into another valley 
it's not the end of the world. It's a space where you actually elevate. To go into a valley, to walk into a valley is to spiritually elevate. And that's something I'm realizing. The way I respond, the way I act, the way I move, the way I love, the way I treat evil with good. Right? That's what it's about. And I'm thankful. And I appreciate myself and my egg for allowing me to practice. Just giving me the space to show up. Like, I ain't gonna keep running from this shit. I appreciate y'all locking in, checking in. I'ma show up. I'ma show up more, man. It's that simple. I love y'all. Peace.